Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Hello there. I'm Nick Roush. This is the KSR Football Podcast. And this week, I'm thankful that I can hear from Charles Walker. How are you, Charles? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm glad. And we got Austin McGinnis and Drew Franklin back. The whole game hey is yo. back together. The boys are back in town. I, I listened to you all on. Well, I didn't listen to Charles, but I listened to the rest of you all. With these special guests on an airplane coming home. So thank you for entertaining me. How was uh, Monday Night Football? Monday Night Football was awesome. I got the black cat was right in front of me. Oh. I cheered him from the 40 all the way to the end zone. Yes. Nice. Good good times. But I missed you guys. Before that, it was a bye week or something. Or yeah. No, you were sick. I was sick and it was a bye week. Yeah. So it's, so it's, it's been almost a month. I know. Yes. It's pretty sad. Tell you well, the here truth. Here we are. And I'm, I'm uh, no. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm thankful that everybody's back, and I'm thankful that we didn't do this podcast on Sunday morning because <laughs> your boy was mad. And, uh, I was too. And, and here's the thing. I try to be like, hey, be level-headed. Try to think of things from all of the angles. But you know what? I just hate Tennessee. And sometimes you just got to throw rationality out the window because it's freaking Tennessee, and you had to get two yards. In, no, one yard and two plays. Yeah, Tennessee gave you one of the yards by having two oh, men on the field. Just, just, just get it. Just come on. It's Tennessee. They're not even good. We're cursed. I guess you all got one, right? We got one. Thank God. Thank you for that one. But if you could find like thirty more, that'd be awesome. I just hate. I just hate Tennessee so much. Like, and it's the it's the thing too where luckily we don't have to deal with them that much. Like aside from your father, you deal with them all the time. Yes. He's but an like, when I see, <laughs> when I saw like Tennessee fans walking around Kroger Field, I just like, I just hated them like right away. And I don't use that word likely, but I mean it. Like just hearing them open their mouths and like woohoo, Rocky Top, woo, go ball, ball for life. They got their stupid checkerboard overalls, the dumbest attire in the SEC. I would rather hear cowbells. Then look at those stupid overalls. Whoa. Well, they also took over our bar that we're currently sitting in. Did they uh, really? Yeah. I mean. What did, was it, listen, is it, can what, we blame your father? No, we, we, just, we just have to call it what it is. Um, Big Blue Nation, if, if we're a family, Tennessee football is our dad. They, they own us. They, <sighs> they took the keys to KS Bar. They taunted us leaving Kroger Field. And there's nothing we can do but sit here and, and take it because we always lose to them. We shouldn't have. No. Nope. Mr. Frickin' PAT, for Christ's sakes. If you don't do that, you can at least do the old, what was it, 2008, when 
they kicked it the field goal to go to overtime instead of going for it. Mm-hmm. Remember that, Drew? Yep. Yeah. There's just a lot of those stupid, painful memories, and I'm just, I'm just mad. I am, and I think we've all earned the right to be a little bit mad, Austin, because that's just. just Hold on, it's, it's not as bad as it. Once was, but I'm as good as I ever was. What's the quote? Uh, that is Toby Keith. <laughs> oh. okay. What's your quote that Mark Stoop says? It's never as good as it seems and it's never as bad as it seems. Yeah, it's as bad as I once was. Okay. That's, uh, we're going to say that, but yeah, first. Yeah, we're going to say that, but how many times are we going to say that? Uh, usually we only say that after a, uh, a loss. Usually after a win, we don't hear that quote. Yeah. It, it sucked. Yeah, so here's the thing. I had a full-on meltdown yesterday, and I just like I. It, I actually probably need to get the clip from it because you can't really find the TV show that is on Sundays anywhere. It's like only if you hold your antenna the right way at like eleven o'clock at night. But I had a full-on meltdown, so I want to get the clip on KSR. Well, just are so you on TV if nobody can see it? I I don't think so. So t- it was I was just screaming at the people at Zaxby's where we record the show. Which yes, we record the show to Zaxby's. It's it's quite a hilarious <laughs> bit. But I thought, hey. I had my meltdown. I got a lot of it off my chest. But there are a few things that I needed to say, and I thought I would say them here. And in doing so, to make up for a poor performance the last two weeks, I put in some extra effort, guys. Atta boy. I made a segment. We love segments. An actual me with a drink. segment. I, I didn't get to share segment, my excitement as you said it. But I've got a segment. It's called Get Out of Here. Oh. Yeah. Who, like all of us, or uh, yeah? Are you telling us to get out of here? You know who you I'm. You know solo. what I'm telling to get out of here. What's that? It's a gift for you, Drew Franklin. Oh. Oh no. The white pom poms. Oh. Did we <laughs> have Jesus. them? Give me a lighter. I'll burn them right here. Get them out of here. He really went there. Toss them out of there. We have a fire pit out here. After we're, the show, we're gonna go burn them. We're getting them out of here. I'll this, leave them we here for now. We are a white towel Kroger Field. We're not a pom-pom stadium. Get them out of here. They had them. They had them at the game? Yeah. Get them out of here. Has, did, they, did the officials not listen to us? They, on, like, I don't know. Calls? But get them the hell out of here. The moment oh. I saw the pom-poms, I knew it. You know what else gave me a bad vibe too, Drew? What's that? Anthracite. You can only pick and choose your anthracite, and it has to be all anthracite. Hey, anthracite and a bunch of other weird combinations of blue and white and whatever. Get out of here. I don't like that we call it anthracite. I don't either. I was going to say that. Why do we? Why do we call it that? I mean, they made on. that word up. That word's not in the did. dictionary. <laughs> that is gray. It is. I don't get off when black when you're playing <laughs> one of black. your traditional rivals. Yeah. Why are you going to wear an anthracite jersey? Okay, once a year, just gray it out. Yeah, against Eastern Michigan when they when you're on their gray field, you go ahead yeah. and wear the anthracite. <laughs> yeah, but against Tennessee, no, get you it the hell out of here. Okay, another one. This one, like, I can't even, like, play this up as a bit. This one, this one's kind of a serious one. Okay. Our boy A.J. Rose. Are you saying get him out of here? He means well. He has good intentions. He does. He's in the and he's a good leader. Now. He got, he got into the 1,000-yard club. But I'd like to read you some stats. Oh. I'm going to guess they're not pro A.J. Rose stats. They're not good. When he – if you, okay, so he had a very good game against Mississippi State. Good job, AJ. We appreciate your efforts. 100-yard game. Against Arkansas, he had another great game. Good job, AJ. And 
Well, I'll leave the other one in here because it was just has average. he made miss? How okay. What are his yards after contact? So here, That's what I want. Here is here is the fun stat that I'd like to share. If you take out his longest run from every other game, I want to read you the rest of his stats. So last Saturday against Tennessee, aside from his 26-yard run, 15 carries for 18 yards. It's not good. That's barely a yard of carry. Including our play Operation Rosie, which was that did not a go well. Disaster, and it did we tip him off? Yeah, is that my fault? Uh, I think <laughs> so. <laughs> you all probably didn't hear the pregame show. I knew of a trick play, and I called it on the pregame show. And then when they went to run it, Tennessee <laughs> completely <laughs> stopped. Not it. even close. So I there think that like, might be my bad. There was like <laughs> eight <laughs> people there. How did you get tipped off about a trick listen, play? First of all, you better lose got, your media pass. I got eyes and ears everywhere. Trick play, Operation Rosie. I was sure of it. Then when they went one to it, I saw it developing. Oh, yeah. Problem is, Tennessee also saw it developing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm worried that Jeremy Pruitt might have had the KSR pregame show on on his way to this stadium. Uh, he, so that's my bad. This segment is called I'll Get Out of Here. That one's on me. <laughs> okay, that one was on you. All right, some other games from AJ's that were not so stellar. The previous week against Missouri, 14 carries, 31 yards. Not the Arkansas game. The game before that, or Georgia, eight carries, 22 yards. Nine carries, 26 yards. 13 for 25 yards. Aside from the Eastern Michigan, where if you added his long carry, he had 77 yards. But is he having these bad stats because we don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball? I think it's because he's not either reading the holes right or breaking tackles, but he's not getting the, the hard yards. We all know that A.J.'s not going to be Benny Snell, but if you're going to get the lion's share of the carries, you've got to be able to get three or four yards of carry as the running back in an offense that's run first. Like, late in the game, there was uh, – I forget what drive it was. I, I want to say it was right after – I think it was right after Tennessee took the lead. Kentucky puts in Chris Rodriguez – Dude gets an 11-yard run, a 20-yard run, and then like a 14-yard run. He was running straight run. downhill. Just nobody was stop, could stop him. Then they took him out, doesn't get another touch, drive stalls. It's like has I don't uh, get it. has I don't Stoops get it. explained why he went away from Mini Benny and went back to AJ Rose? I don't think we got a straight up answer other than he said that a lot of the times that with those running backs. Like, his thing has been like, yeah, with the rotation, sometimes it's not one guy playing better than the other. It's just that on their big plays, the defense does something and the holes open up when that guy just so happens to be in. Maybe that's the case some of the time. But Rodriguez was rolling. They wised up for the last drive and got him back in there and fed him, and they fed smoke. It was yeah. just those two's guy, two guys. But, like, I think moving forward – you gotta you gotta back off of AJ some and just say Chris and Cavassier, get us there. Yeah, you know what I thought for sure was gonna be the last play of the game on that fourth down. I thought someone was gonna jump, someone was gonna just dive over. You know how they run and they jump over everyone. I thought for sure like that's the play, like because we hadn't you, done much. Everyone's kind of tired at that well, point. In like, a, in I on third down, you have two plays to get it. So if you try it once, like you're not going to lose yards doing that. No, I mean, you not don't. many. 
it's a little risky, but like I like it. Like so many teams do that, and it, it's worked so well just in the game of football that like I feel like you got to try. You got to get a guy back there that can jump. Yeah, but well, who, so who we put? I don't know. That's what I couldn't figure out though, because I'm like none of the running backs they can't jump high. Or Smoke I mean, they did could jump. it against somebody. It was Smoke it could do it, and it was close. No, no, I don't think he. F- he didn't yeah. fumble. No, that was scored. Rodriguez who fumbled, but he just yeah, reached the was, ball out. That yeah. wasn't a jump. Yeah. And that was early in the season. Because I had just watched the Alabama game, and the LSU guy just dove right over, and it looked so smooth. No one even touched him. And those are like the highest level teams in college football. You see it in the pros. You see it everywhere. Yeah. So I would. I really thought I'm like he's gonna jump. He's gonna jump because when you're on the goal line like that, like very rarely do you ever see when it's an important situation like fourth down. The hole open up. The hole never opens up. Because they're bringing the heat. They're bringing the heat. They, they know it's the play that matters, and mm-hmm. they, they know you're running the ball. So, I mean, I don't know. I, just, I was just hoping that someone was going to just try to jump because then you at least get the chance to reach the ball out. Charles, did you, did you like the, the call on the last play? Uh, did you think it was – did you think it had a chance on the option sweep? It's one of those where – it's either a beautiful call and the pitch is perfect and you're walking right in untouched or it's one of those where you think it's the worst call ever. So I will not comment on that. <laughs> I, got some, I got something else to say. Um, I got something else to say once Chuck's done. Yeah, I think, I think I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> so I think we know where Chuck's We know where Chuck's You want to know my big problem with the last play? Hit me that we spread Lynn out to wide receiver, and then he has to run all the way back to quarterback and then run all the way back to that side. Like, to say that that's like just like getting your guy even more tired. Like, no one ever wants to talk that these dudes never get tired and stuff. But, like, if you to make that last play, like, why make him run all the way out to the receiver position, run motion back, back yeah. motion him back, and then he's got to run that way again? Dudes, like, that's just extra running. You don't need that. There's no tricking on that last play. Like, the only trick you do is if you're going to throw it that little, like, I don't shovel even know what they're – Yeah, like a shovel pass or, like, when they – Behind the, the running back still, runs out. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's the only part – that's the part I didn't like about that play is that we made Lynn run all the way out there because he didn't take long when he got back to center to snap it. Right. I, I thought Kentucky – they're be- when they ran the ball most effectively against Tennessee, A, it was that first possession that they just dominated, ran it down their throat, 17 plays, 10 minutes and 18 seconds, longest drive of the Mark Stoops era. And they spread – what they did is they spread it out. They did a bunch of weird stuff and spread formations. So, and, and then when they would cluster everything up and they would get like two tights and they would go big sets, Tennessee would just bully them up front. And they were really stout. So, I – I I understood why they did what they did. That play works excessively often. But when you spread teams out, it's so you can win in a numbers game. And you can't really win in a numbers game in that situation. The dude, now give Tennessee credit. They played it perfectly. Like, yeah. But they had seen it. They had seen it that game already. They had adjusted for it. And that's why they played it perfect because they had seen it so much. And, and I feel like that's why Eddie Grant called it because he's like it had it worked a little bit in the first half. It was it was like the they both were like Graham was like, well, it's been our best play. Let's run that. Yeah, It'll that's work. what I think. But then on the other hand, the Tennessee's like, all right, we finally figured it out. And you're on the goal line. Like I don't know. I don't really I, like that play on the goal line. I think goal line need a yard. You get under center and you 
QB sneak or you turn and hand it off. I hate anything where you go – I know Limbo and they don't trust him under center, but why start back a couple extra yards when you can just get under center and pound it in? You've got a great left side of your offensive line. you got two tries to get one yard. I would have put Sawyer Smith back in there. His, yeah. his sneak worked great. It worked. Or even fake the sneak. When they when you bring him in, they're going to assume it's going to be a sneak. Have him pitch it out or something. But Ooh, I just, that's a that's good a one. Good trick. Yeah. That's like a good trick play, though. I but I just think that. you have to get under center when you need one yard. I – also, would like to introduce them to a play that Jared Garantano ran twice and made my head want to explode each time. It's his thing. I don't know if you've heard of it before, Charles. It's called a bootleg. Mm. Have you ever heard of it? F that bootleg. Have you ever heard of the bootleg? Oh. Is that like a leg you put on your boot? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the leg that you put <laughs> on your boot. Um, or it, it's actually this thing where you f- you fake the run and then you roll out to the opposite way. Mm. And what happens is it puts stress on your edge guy to play perfect containment. And when they don't, the quarterback can run freely like Jared Garantano did. So now we'll probably fake a run right so we can have Lynn rolling left so we can try to throw it across his body. I think that that's what we'll go do. <laughs> <laughs> All like, right, that's one mistake though. We could get past that. But like, but like <laughs> they haven't they haven't like when they roll out Lynn, he looks comfortable. The defense looks a little freaked out, and you can just get them with their thumbs up their rear ends, not knowing what they're doing because like just left without anybody there. If you run that boot, like it. I was going nuts because Kentucky, they held Tennessee's running backs to like 30 yards rushing, and their quarterbacks got like 40 because you they just got stuck. And it looked easy when they were running it too. No, it was just like ugh. I got two more things to say. Okay. Oh, okay. Are we still telling things to get out, or Ooh, we moved can, on from can get I, out? Can I, I call this things to say? <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, wait, one more get out. Pats. Get the hell. Out of here. Yeah, just give them seven for the tutty. Come on. Two, yeah. two point conversions on, from saying? here on out. Hardball. Two point conversions. That's it. So I'm we're not saying, with, we're not saying kickers so get out because I'll say it. I don't care. I'll say it. Oh, I'll whoa, go there. Whoa, I'll go there. Whoa, I don't care. What about, care? what about your punter that's technically a kicker, I guess? No. Give him a shot. I will, what's the rule I will on drop kick before I'm willing yeah, to go back to holding? What's the drop kick rule? It's got to hit the ground <laughs> and then go through the uprights. But can you That's stay? the rule. That's the rule. Let's try it. <laughs> Let's try it. Google's NCAA drop All right. Let me, let me say what I got to say. Okay. Things to say. One, you know, okay, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. We did not take uh, like a go route and just take a shot down the field. No shots? No. Shots. We, had, we, we did we, not. We had the fourth because three shot down the field. <laughs> yeah, that was a poor. All right, all right, right, right. But that, I, don't even, I don't count that because I tried to erase that from my memory because yeah, I'm like, all same. right, I don't know. But we and I, they're going to tell you it's because Bryce Oliver is out and uh, old number 14, Wagner. Flagner, was out. But, I mean, my God, that was our best play. Lynn, just let him chunk it down the field. He likes it. It spreads him out a little bit. We didn't do that, A. And then also – dragging on about the last play of the game but the corners are just peeking in the backfield the whole time they're not worried about getting dusted especially not on the goal line and if you watched them like like all right I'm not that football savvy but like one of the safeties would be like very near the box and just peeking in the whole time because no one was worried about any receivers going deep because we hadn't taken a shot all game and then when you're on the goal line they can especially just be looking in the backfield the whole time so when they're looking in the backfield the whole time, it's a lot harder to block 
when the oh, cornerback yeah. kind of knows that a run's coming. He's not even worried about the pass at all. Uh, drop kicks are, in fact, legal on field goals in the NCAA. Yeah. I know in the NFL, it's like if it gets any more than like six inches high, it doesn't work. So, well, it doesn't. You can't even kick it at that point. So, like, yeah. So, Max Duffy, it drop can't kick. be worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was so, I mean, like that. I'm line trying to drive. steer the conversation away from <laughs> that. <this>. Line, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know you're pro kicker. It was just, it was bad. But moving on, uh, the thing that I think is really tough for this coaching staff right now, Austin, is that the margin of error is very thin when you play Bowden ball. So you have to choose your shots wisely, and the one to rig works. Like that was open. If, but Bowden babied it. He was hesitant. If he just lets him run underneath it, maybe the safety catches up with him. At the very minimum, they're down on, like, the 15-yard line. Yeah. I mean, how many times has Lynn ran to the left, though, and then had to throw? Like, I mean, I can't imagine he's done that too many times. But also, I would like to say, like, I wasn't that mad after the game because when the game was starting, I'm like, okay, we once again have a wide receiver at quarterback. And now it's not raining, so the other team can throw the ball. I'm like, we are really kind of just testing our luck at this point. Like, we're really I – don't, I don't even know how to put it into words, but, like, I was like, we're really doing this again, aren't we? Like, we're really going to have them back there. So I thought the team, like, played hard. They played well. And so, like, I wasn't that mad about it because – I don't know. Like, I thought the team played well with the conditions they're in. And, like, when we started the game, I'm like – I'm just glad that we kept it close because there is no margin for error. But then again, when you get that close, you, you just want to finish. And when you get up 13, if you complete that pass to Justin Rigg and if that drive ends in a touchdown, you're up 20-3 to three in the second quarter to that Tennessee team, you ain't losing that game. Or you don't make uh, Jared – Garantino or whatever his freaking name is look like you know Peyton Manning out there <laughs> he comes out yeah. in the second half and just torches uh, us oh, I have a theory Drew and you might want to ask your dad this to confirm okay my theory is that Jarrett Garantano got dumped by Kentucky fan and so he takes out all of his anger and resentment on the Cats every year there's something going on because uh I've heard my father say curse words that I didn't even know existed while referring to Garantano watching other games. Tennessee fans think he sucks. But then he comes in against Kentucky and shines. Every other game, he's if terrible. you ask that fan base, they're MF this, MF that, he's the worst, get him off the team, he sucks, bench him forever. But then he comes in against Kentucky and looks like a, you know, an MVP. Let's like, be real, though. That number one, that receiver, he's sick. He's going to be yeah. good in the NFL, too. Like – Garantano's game last year against Kentucky was the highest-ranked pro football focus game by a quarterback in college football in the entire season. Wow. Jared freaking Garantano, the best game by a quarterback in the entire season last year. It's annoying as hell, but it does help that when you do have guys that throw it up. Like Marquez Callaway, I kind of dogged him. I was like, oh, he hasn't done anything all year. He only has 18 catches. Well, he had four for 103 yards and a touchdown against Kentucky. And does, he had, like, the stat, like, he had the most yards per reception coming into that game, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then he showed it because everything one, he caught was deep, it seemed like. The one dude, uh, Palmer, for them, that catch he had in the end zone made DK Metcalf's catch look Yeah, basic. I mean, they made – their receivers just made plays. There were a couple jump balls where UK had a defender right there, and they just went up and got it. 
I almost got Stoops to cuss today, too. I, I saw that. Yeah. What happened? I was watching on the live feed. He was like, I was like, so, like, how hard is it to prepare for a jump ball team when your two jump ball receivers are out and you don't really have a quarterback? And he goes, you almost made me say something I'm not supposed to say, so I'll just say another S word. It stinks. Well, Mark Stoops made me cuss several times, so he should have cussed for you. That would have been nice. Get me all hyped up. Yeah. I was, I was a little harsh on our coaches. Yeah. Don't be know. too harsh, though, because he's going to pack his bags and get out of here. <laughs> so we got to hey, be now. nice. Spin zone. <laughs> we don't have to worry about Mark Stoops leaving. Yeah, that's my theory. I think he intentionally coached a bad game oh. to remove himself from consideration. Thanks, so Mark. So it's not a distraction with three games left. He's like, you know what? Florida State, they think way too highly of me. I'm going to go out here and shit the bed against Tennessee. That way they'll completely <laughs> forget about me and all is well in the locker room. Because here, here's the thing with Mark Stoops. Okay, we all agree he's great. He's done things at Kentucky that yes. has exceeded all I'm, of our I'm expectations. Be, I'm pro Mark Stoops. He has been. He gave fantastic. Charles a scholarship. Yeah, he did. He made Austin the greatest kicker in the history of football. Yeah, I'd say Austin made him. Uh, you know. Sure. Okay. But <laughs> point being, he has done almost everything right. But the three teams I hate the most, he's only beat four times. And I just, I just, like, Tennessee's not even good. They're not even good. Four to freaking Jim McElwain, they've been terrible. And we still have only beaten them once. And I know that go, before he got here, there was one win over those two teams in my entire 20 years of existence. So he's done better than his <laughs> predecessors. But, like, this is the last, like, they talk about what's the next step. You know, Vince said it's beating Georgia. Just beat Tennessee and Florida. I yeah. don't. I, I don't care more than once. Yeah, like just just beat those teams because I hate them. I hate them and I hate them. And I know that when Mark Stoops talked today, he made some very rational thought point out points. But it's hard for me to be rational against Tennessee. It just does because I hate them. They're good for nothing. Tobacco, big man, chewing whatever as Ron Lemon likes to call them. And I hate the couple that got married at halftime. I'll say it. I blame them. <laughs> I blame them. I don't know your names, but this is on you. Did they do it? Where'd they do it at? In the stands, section, section 108. And yeah. they got the cameras on. Things the were going on. great until you all got married. I know. Josh Allen was, like, making fun of Tennessee on the broadcast. Like, making fun of Louisville. It was awesome. And Did you also hear the uh, no state income tax in Florida comment by Josh? <laughs> no, I didn't hear I didn't. that. Yeah. No. I'm awesome. sure he likes that. Yeah. They said, how's Jacksonville? And he said something like, well, it's warm, sunny, and there's no state income tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's enjoying Josh that. Josh looks like he was ready to play. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you go wear, like, number 38 or something? Wear a number that nobody knows. Yeah, can't we sneak him in? Jake Nalty's 38, I think. A little bit of a difference in size there. <laughs> <laughs> and skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> Could have found a jersey. Lots yeah. of them were back. Lonnie, Bunchy, CJ. Oh, Bunchy was back Boof. too. Yeah. Boof was there. Boof. Boof. A lot of recruits there too. A lot of yeah. recruits. I did hear what some of the recruits were texting Stoops after, I guess, some positive things. Or Yeah, I uh, – so I didn't – Stoops normally, he's like – he doesn't know how to talk around recruiting things when you ask him. So he normally like clams up. But, like, he started beaming. And – I'm not going to lie. I was ready to be in an awful mood. But between Stoop saying that, like, 
man, just those guys. They they helped pick me up. They were there. This is going to be a special group. And then, so they were texting them real late. Yeah, just like coach, it's going to be fine. We got this. Stoops was very encouraged. So I I did some digging and I did some asking around and feeling pretty good about some people who were at the game on Saturday. Are you like a to like a Justin or? Rogers perhaps? Well, or what maybe Joey Gatewood? a quarterback. Oh, that good. I thought you meant just off. keeping the some current commits. Oh, oh, not you only. mean you mean potential additions? Yes. Okay. And I, I think if we don't hear about like this, this we're recording on Monday, and I think we'll know by the end of the week if he's going like if he if he's they don't feeling like he might not take another visit. Which that you know would be that very is. good. That would be huge. So just got to get through this week, and if that happens, could be really nice. Whoa. Another, another player that things could get weird because his dad works for Jeremy Pruitt, and so you know maybe Jeremy Pruitt wants to give him a three million dollar raise or something. Mm-hmm. But things might also be going well for Tyler Barron. What would be the situation there if? Yeah. Next season, Barron's father just gets a new job and it's $2 million increase. Is that legal? And it technically is. Yeah, can't can't do anything about that. But I think Kentucky likes where they're at. Oh, uh, one other person who visited this weekend unofficially. Uh, His name is not Bull, but I hear it went well. It's a lot like a bull, though. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I don't know what that means. Some people connect the dots. You're mentioning all these people who were there. Yes. Was Sawyer Smith there? Yeah, he ran a quarterback sneak. Remember? And he got a first down. Could he have run a pass play? Was he there that much? <sighs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> just one wouldn't have hurt. I don't even care if he threw it to Nicholasville Road. I just wanted to see the ball go up into the air. I don't care where it landed. I just wanted to see it fly. Okay, so I am on the, like, I'm starting to think, like, okay. Well, especially against Vandy and UT Martin. They stink. You should be able to try it out Sawyer and, like, see what he can do. Mm-hmm. But new rule, don't say teams stink until we beat them. Agreed. Okay, all right. Vandy, no, not no, as you good can say they Tennessee. Stink. Can you yeah. say Vandy stinks? And if you beat, you just lost a team that stinks. <laughs> I mean, if, if they stink, they stink. <laughs> All right, yeah. all right, all right. That's cool, then. They lost a 4-56 to 56 to nothing uh, and tried kicking a field goal in the final two minutes of the game just to get on the scoreboard. Yeah. And oh, I think – did man. it get blocked or did it go off the upright? Uh, I just knew that it they was, attempted it, one. It was really bad. But, yeah, they attempted one down 56 to nothing. So, that's where Vandy is right now. Um, but back to Sawyer Smith. Sawyer Smith, excuse me. Stoops made the point today where I kind of – like he, he, he's not wrong. Kentucky moved the ball well with Lynn Bowden at quarterback, but they typically stalled out when they got to like the 30 or 40. So they were moving the ball. They had a 17-play scoring drive. They got – they did fine, but they only had nine possessions. So if you try – if you're going into the game thinking like the margin of error is thin, if you put in Sawyer for two or three series and it's a disaster, then you've just wasted a third of your possessions. 
Yeah, I never I don't think so. I don't know. I when I watched the game, I never once thought we should put in Sawyer because like he's not Terry Wilson. Like he did good against Florida, and then after that, the injuries really hurt him and he really dwindled. And it's not like he was like an All American before that. I mean, he was he was good, but and, and in that Florida game, he had three turnovers still. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's, 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 two of them were kind of iffy. One, one of them was horrible. But one it's not Peyton Manning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like there's no guaranteed how he's going to play. But we weren't playing Florida. We were playing Tennessee. Yeah. So count, another counterpoint. So it might say, like, hey, when Bowden, yeah, it worked against Arkansas and Missouri, but both of those teams suck. Well, Mississippi State and South Carolina, they suck pretty bad too. South, did you see the way South Carolina lost, by the way? Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> App State's the pass. truth. Let's just talk about how good App State is. Okay. Terrible App State pass. is the truth, but he threw that ball into the wide bushes. open. <laughs> <laughs> he was standing in the end zone with nobody around him, and he threw the ball into the bushes. I don't even know how you get that open on the last play of the game. And and there's no it. one near him. And he threw it into the bushes. I don't even know where their defense was. Like, can we zoom out more and find them? Because they were not in the end zone trying to stop that pass. So, if you look based on pure resume alone, Tennessee and Florida games are basically the same as far as how they ended and what went down, and that was Sawyer and Lynn at quarterback. And then the other two games against bad teams, Sawyer plays poorly, Lynn gets wins. So I am of the belief that you just play both of them because you should be able to play Bowdoin Ball and beat the next two teams. But I can kind of understand why – they rode with Lynn, even though if they would have trotted out Sawyer, Drew, I wouldn't have been mad about it. Yeah, I was definitely warning Sawyer. Even the last drive when they got in scoring position, let's not act like they drove the field. There was the fumble, and the, what was that on, like 35, 45, yeah. 45? I mean, they got a big help from the defense after just having to punt, I believe, if that's how it went down. I wish they'd given him a it look. It was uh, the fumble that Bully got. Our boy Bully. Oh, yeah. He got a uh, pro football focus. He was their highest graded player. Is Vandy still going to play that third-string quarterback this week? It doesn't matter. Oh, no, that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, here's the thing about Vandy. I don't know this because my, my sports career ended with high school golf. But, like, when you're a Vanderbilt football player and you're now eliminated from going to a bowl game, do you even care next week? I think so because I think they like their coach and he's going to have them ready to go. Yeah, I guess Because, like, like, Kentucky and Vandy are, like – on the same level almost like I'm people might give me slack but like Vandy was really good under James Franklin they won a 11 wins whatever yeah. so like they're kind of in the same tier as us and I I mean I expect but, them to be ready to play but if they're playing that third string I feel a lot better than if whoever their starter is is back but when they run out they're gonna look up and there's not gonna be 10 Vanderbilt fans there there's gonna no. be no noise they're used to that though they can't they can't make a bowl game <laughs> it's not I'm any just different. saying if it were me I'd be like you know what I'm gonna check out I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy college and but, just show up for these last three games yeah but if they really check out then there's a chance that that coach Derek Mason could be on the hot seat well I think so that's think a very good point you made though because this is like a Playing to keep Mason, like if the, this will be kind of an indictment on Derek Mason. Yeah, it's like a pride check. Like, right. What do you? What's your? Right. What's your character made of? I'm, so, I'm not saying that we're gonna struggle, but I would rather them have the third string than 
Because I don't know. I mean, we've lost. We don't Vandy really before. play well at Vandy. No, that's There's what I'm nobody saying. Nobody does because you run out and you look up and no one's there and you're like, well, if no one cares to be here, why should I care to play? Oh, I know who's going to be there getting rowdy. One Charles Walker. Whoop! So you'll get him fired up. <laughs> I'll get Ooh. the team fired up. Maybe you can give him a pump up speech. Maybe that's like your life after football now, right? Yeah, you I'm really good at those. Inspirational rah rah. Charles Walker, big rah rah guy. Uh, so he. The the second string guy, Mo Hassan, the running quarterback, who actually probably give uh, Kentucky some fits. Yeah. He didn't travel to South Carolina, and he was just ruled out for Florida. Um, so, I think he he may return. But if he does not, then it could be a uh, – could be a – could be a fun day. In, uh, and half a podcast is going? Yep, half okay. a podcast You're is going. You're out now? I'm out. Yeah, having to do the, the radio. Uh, I don't know if you heard, I got a promotion last week. An unwanted promotion. Oh boy. <laughs> a promotion I didn't ask for. There we go. Got, got a little bit busier in life, so I will not be making the Nashville trip. Yeah, things are a little, little crazy. So here's what Derek Mason had to say about his quarterback situation today. Uh, what, subscribe now. Come on. Get the hell out of here, Tennessean. Just give me the ah, freaking Tennessee. Did anybody ask why he kicked a field goal down 56-0? <laughs> I would like to hear that Let's answer Let's just do fake well. Derek Mason quotes while you look for one. Okay. Um, this thing is nobody covers Vanderbilt either. Like They have like, <laughs> they have like six media members. Tell you, nobody cares. And three of them uh, – three of them – yeah, there's nothing. Nobody cares. Goodness gracious. Poor Vanderbilt. But either way – Vanderbilt's offense, they have three guys who are going to get drafted, and they're still terrible. Kentucky's defense should be able to contain them. And, I mean, if they run for 300 yards again, it's going to be fine. Things will be okay. But I think the unfortunate side effect of the loss of Tennessee is that lots going to be right on that Louisville game. I'm, I'm kind of dreading that. I mean, I, I think they're going to win, but I don't like that the – I guess they kind of looked bad this past weekend, but they're still better than I expected they were going to be. And it could be, it could be two six-win teams fighting to see for superiority, and mostly that comes down to momentum and off-season trash talk. And it's Scott's and his, and his tots their first time in the rivalry. You don't want to let him win his first one. No, you you got to set the tone. Yeah, you got to say, hey, this is all about recruiting. That's yeah. the game for the recruits. You got to hand you got to hand him a loss in his first time in this. Get that leg up, and I, I feel like we're just going to be able to use that hatred, and, and that'll kind of fuel them being a rivalry game. I know it's there on Louisville's side too, but I feel like Kentucky's players will be up for that one. What's the I status? I see him winning out. What's the status on Lynn? Because he was limping off the field. He's he's Lynn. He's good. That's what the word is. Yeah, it was a little ankle sprain, but. I'm more worried about Wagner and Oliver because Stoop said they're close, but I, he said Wagner would be back last week too. And he was he was dressed, like looking like he was ready to go, but uh, ultimately did not end up playing. I don't mean to change the subject during the injury report, but I just looked up and saw that Lamar spin move again. My God. Can, so the Bengals, do they just have to quit now? Like are they, oh, man, they're bad, bad. <laughs> like when Lamar Jackson. You know that spread was 10 or something like that. So yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> 10 and a half. I mean, that is wild. I know some people who bet it. I had texted them. I was like, why in the world are you doing that to yourself? Oh, man. <sighs> but, Did like, he, they have to, like, that's, like, the ultimate. 
Well, Mar Jackson is very talented, but when he's just making three people look like they've never played God, football that, before. They've shown it again. They've shown it like 15 straight times. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> At so, least we got a win on him, though. Yeah, well, he fumbled. I bet they were pumped that Lamar was there just so they could have Louisville fans in their stands because yeah, nobody sold, else went to the game. Sold a couple extra tickets. Ooh, our boy Danny. Not a good injury. Our, our boy who? Danny Trevathan. Oh, do you have a bad one? Broken arm. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, apparently it's one you don't want to look at. I, I was oh. told not to look at it. And then Benny, he's got a huge opportunity in front of him, but he's hurt. I know. They only have Samuels. Yeah. Like, that was all they had last he week. He could have been a star yesterday, but he's he's out with a knee. knee. Yeah. It's not good. Not, not great, Bob. But, hey, Josh and Lonnie were hanging out in town, so that was cool. Yep. Uh, I Asked what I wanted for Christmas, and that's the only thing I want for Christmas is a Josh Allen jersey. I hate that I can't be a Josh Allen fan, but it's just AFC South rivalry. Hey, I, I can't. You did it. I can't. Your Titans did it. We did it. We beat Mahomes. And, uh, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. What about that? Ryan Tannehill's the man. More like a Tana hero. I just don't see anyone getting in their way here in the Super Bowl. Oh, I just Super see Bowl. a straight path. So how many how many back are, back are they from the Texans? Like a lot? Is this like a lot? No, no, no. The race is actually not that bad. I think they're one and a half back. The the AFC South, everybody's pretty clumped up. Okay. So. And they're at like what? Is it five and three? Or no? Four and four? Uh, Five and four, I believe. Oh, so they can wild card it too. The Colts lost? Yeah. Was, that was a huge L. I mean, they lost the Or no, no, excuse me. They, five and five. They have five losses. I can't think of how many wins they like have. Four, five, and one. Either Something way, absurd. this is this is KSR Football Podcast talks NFL. Yeah, let's uh, since people will get to hear this tonight earlier than usual, let's get some Monday Night Football predictions in. AKA, tell me what I should do to bet because I don't know. Uh, what's what? spread is six. We six. have the Seahawks at the Niners. Oh, it's at San Francisco. They look really good. I feel like Russell Wilson is good enough to make that game close, no matter what, though. Okay, say no more. So I I would go that way. Um, the Cowboys, the other team, stink though. Uh, yeah, that was disappointing. Like they're they're gonna like the only teams they've beaten are their division opponents because NFC stinks. I might drop both teams and pick a new NFL team. I know that's frowned upon, <laughs> but after riding a train through New Jersey to Giant Stadium, the New York Giants fan base are some of my favorite people. Is it because All they of them know that they're blackout like, drunk? Oh, they were just they're like we they were. They're a sloppy fan base, but they're a fan base that cares. <laughs> Saw some good fights because really? Cowboys got in. There you go. Saw some really good fights. And then I was confusing people because I was wearing a Giants jersey and high-fiving the Cowboys fans. So I really put the people around me in a pretzel. They didn't know what was going on. <laughs> That's but they're, they're a rowdy group. I highly recommend the train ride to MetLife with uh, drunk Giants fans. I've never, um, never been on – Never been to New York, the Big Apple. So it's that's what big. they call it, right? Yeah. Are there apples? Are There's there like no apple apples. Trees? It's no? big. It's big, but no apples. Oh, we had snow football this weekend. That was cool. Where was that? Lambo. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. The second half. It got like, really snowy. Light dusting. Yeah, just enough to like put it on the field some. And I think we're getting a light dusting in the bluegrass. Yeah, tonight. Really? The snow yeah. night. Everybody bundle up. Gonna be pretty. Awesome. I have a nice soup at home waiting for me. I'm gonna. What uh? What what type? 
Ooh, it is I a chicken and chicken and mushroom with wild rice. You're just such a family man Very now. Nice. Yeah. It's really settled down, haven't you? I might work out. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm getting some uh, chili Gillespie before we go. It's you know, chili Gillespie season. Is chili a soup? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it a, is. A type of soup. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's not? I believe it is, but okay. I was in an argument with my friends this weekend who I was one of probably seven to say that it is a soup. Well, your other <laughs> and I pointed at the menu that we were at a restaurant and go, look, it's under soups. And then we asked our waiter, and he said, oh, well, it's kind of, you know, a little odd. I'm going, come on, dude. No, you, like, sir, you're in the industry. Get, he's trying yeah. to get tips. Oh, if the, if the majority. He was pandering to the majority. Yeah. Good call, Austin. Yeah. What a coward. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, it checks pretty much every box. It's in a bowl. What makes it a soup? Served in a bowl, you eat it with a spoon, and it's hot. Okay, so oh, there you go, the hot. That's yeah, where, that's where I got my buddies too, because I said served in a bowl, eat it with soup, and they said so. Cereal's a soup. I'm like, mm, it's got to be hot. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a cold soup. <laughs> is there a cold soup? Like, yeah, there's lots of cold soup. Pea soups. Yeah, it's a soup. Yeah, like right, listen, so I watch Chopped what, what every night. To, what does it have to cross in? Two out of those three, because a cold soup. I mean, what's the difference in cereal? I guess because there's milk. I don't know. It's just soup. It's like, a soup, yeah. If you want to call it a stew or something, but chili, making chili its own category is just being argumentative to be argumentative. And we're on a show that it would be nice to embrace debate every once in a while. Yeah, we do embrace debate. I'm debating that your friends are stupid for thinking chili yeah. is not a soup. Well, that's not a debate. I agree. Yeah. Good so, times. are we done talking about that game Saturday? I didn't even get to complain about the first half. The end of the first half. My biggest complaint. Oh, that's your biggest complaint. Let By far my biggest complaint. Set I up this scenario for us. Kentucky has the ball. They're moving the ball. The clock's running. Okay. That's great. I even said to Nick Roush, though, I was like, I feel like they're wasting a lot of time. Like, move up a little bit because I think they just crossed the 50. There's probably, I don't know, I'm talking out of my ass right now, two and a half minutes left. I don't know. Whatever you want it to be, that's but correct. But they just kept, you know, we'll run it down, run it down, and then get to fourth and one, 25 seconds left. And punt. I mean, if they didn't get that, Tennessee was not going to turn around and drive the field and at 20 seconds at that point and score. You might as well go ahead and try to get your yard. If you get it, the clock stops. You can spike the ball. I assume Lynn knows how to spike the ball. Mm-hmm. And then you can take a couple shots. I know we don't have confidence in the kicker, but I felt like they just said, yeah, we're up 13. Or we have 13 points. We'll just, we'll just stop here. We're good. In. So here's here's the and thing. And then that couple got married, and the it, game changed. Right, right. <laughs> all right. right there together. It all happened at once. I just I, thought they were cowards for not trying to put up more points there at the end of the first half. They're probably super fans, and they listen to this, and I don't know. They might show up in orange next time. Who? Those That couple. Oh, that couple? Yeah, because yeah. they're going to they're gonna hear this. That's fine. I, I hope they have a happy marriage. I just think the game turned. When they got married. I don't wish ill will upon them. I think they should call it off and then have to redo it. <laughs> Why, so we could lose another game? No, just to get the curse off. Okay. <laughs> Do it at UT Martin. <laughs> we got married at the UT Martin game. I think that there are, like, I, I remember very early in the Eddie Grant era when people would get mad when Kentucky would kind of take their time towards the end of half because I think there's a very important element that, uh, gets overshadowed in two-minute offense, and that's not giving the other team a scoring opportunity. I think that's a very important. It's a very important asset, and a very important aspect. Me, aspect 
to the two-minute offense is ending the half with the ball as well and making sure they don't get a look. With that being said, you can still – like you can do you can do a little yeah. bit more of one. Like just because you threw the ball once or twice doesn't mean that you can't run it once to get the clock going again. Or you, or when you call the pass, that win runs around and gets and does something crazy and then gets 15 more yards. Like that was some of the biggest plays of the night was calling a pass and then win just goes off. So – I just felt like they looked at the scoreboard at that point. And we're like, oh, we have 13. We're good. We'll just run it out and punt from the 38. How much would the coaches have been crucified, though, if they would have tried to throw it on one of those two downs? You already know people would have crucified them. Uh, we're at the one-yard line with the receiver at quarterback. You got to run it. Oh, we're, well, we're talking – no, we're talking more before first half. Before no, 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 no. I, I know what we're talking about. I just – thought oh, about yeah. that like how uh, well we're we're crazy we're a crazy bunch we're gonna complain we no just want to win it doesn't work we just yeah. want to win yeah we're fans that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to bitch and and, and i think is as, as long as you just don't like directly like slide into dms and tag kids then it's cool like you can vent and if they name search i mean then their names are but like and we Len can, Bowden will tweet and call you out tell you to go cheer for another team yeah but it's 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 fun to vent. i think it's most constructive when you like vent in person, it just it feels better to get it off your chest, yeah. or to like scream at a bunch of strangers after they go to church at Zaxby's on a Sunday. <laughs> that's, that's also a good. I gotta way try to that vent. next week without a TV show. I'm you, just gonna you, go to Zaxby's as soon they lose. Next time they lose, yeah. I'm just gonna go to Zaxby's you, and yell at people. You can't do that at Chick Fil A, folks. <laughs> that's oh. true. Which, by the way, have any of y'all had the Popeyes yet? The no, sandwich? I have not. Is Listen, anybody? Well, I gotta be careful. I've had. Uh, <laughs> You got an inside scoop of Popeyes well, over there, guys. Well, because we—I mean—we have the best chicken sandwich at KS Bar we and do. Grill. But is the is the Popeyes though? Is it is it worth the hype? I can't. I can't do Popeyes. I've had eight friends go yesterday, and they were giving them nice ratings, anywhere from a seven point three to about an eight eight. However, all of them said head to head they would still check. Still pick Chick Fil A. Are these the same people that don't? Are these are okay, no, separate. Separate. <laughs> these are separate friends. Okay. Listen, I, I'm not going to call out any specific locations, but so just, you had an experience. Just two weeks ago, I went to Popeyes. It's my fourth trip to said Popeyes, and I ordered, and I'm sitting there waiting for them to hand me my food in the drive-through, and I can kind of see inside the Popeyes, and I turned to Abby. I was like, I cannot believe we're about to eat this food with how this place looks inside. We get home. I took one bite. It was fine, but just the disgustingness of how Popeyes looked inside. The appearance. I won't be back. It was filthy. And it wasn't the chicken sandwich either. So this that is was my segment: trash a restaurant. Chicken. This was pre-chicken sandwich even being re-released. Yeah, either. I just I will never set foot in a Popeyes again. That's the thing about Chick Fil A is it's an experience. Oh man, you meet nice it really people. Is. You know what you're going to get every time, too. Yeah. And they're always happy. No one's ever having a bad day at Chick-fil-A. They're like, here's your food. And by the way, I've been a man. How's work? How you doing? Everything good? I'm really proud of you. Look like you lost weight. Thanks for coming by. They don't charge you for extra <laughs> sauces. Oh, man. And it's that fast. drives me nuts. It's fast. They it's ask fast. you how many you want. You could be like 17. They're like, all right. They're like, how about 18? <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I like giving free uh, ads. The only thing that makes me happier than an experience like that is watching Coach O take down 
the Crimson Tide. You want to know, oh, can I get one back to get out of here? Yes. When you're celebrating with your team after a game and you're on Instagram Live and your coach is giving you a speech and you want to put it on your Instagram Live, go yeah. ahead and get out of here. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Now, to be fair, I was I was happy to hear. Me coach too. It was awesome. <laughs> it was I mean, so awesome. That's kind of exactly what I that would expect so, him to say. That was that is like I wish he would have said it on TV. It was so. Probably awesome. he didn't really. Oh my gosh! And like the guy, how how badass was it? I mean, this was like it was the most <laughs> heartless, just coldest. I've I've never seen anything like it. After the game, Delpit and a bunch of dudes went over to the Alabama recruiting that section and told them to go to LSU to go to a real school. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I got a new segment. It's called Get In Here, and that's what I want to say to those two guys. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's really rubbing it in. When you go to the recruits <laughs> oh, man. In, the, in the rival stadium and you're like, you don't want to go here, follow and, us. And, what's cra- and the thing is, too, is I bet half of those dudes are like Alabama or LSU, too. Oh, of course. Or Kentucky. Yeah. 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 Or if they weren't even considering LSU, I bet they are now. Man, that – and it was just – that game was just awesome too. From like start to finish, it was bonkers. Tua just butterfingers. It's exactly what no one expected. We thought we'd see like perfect football from both sides and just whoever Defense, got it last would win. Just – No, nope, it was – Fumbles and interceptions and missed extra points. And Every person that gave out picks on that game was like, just do the smart, the easy thing and take the under. Take the under. And oh, then God. take the under over under. What was it? like? 46 and a half. I took the under. Yeah, and did LSU. <laughs> <Got> destroyed. <laughs> I think LSU got 46 yeah, by they themselves. Did. Yeah, they did. So the most Life's ever. too short to bet the under, Drew. You should have known that. It wasn't fun. Uh, it really wasn't. The most points ever given up by Nick Saban at Alabama. But Clemson had more in the championship game, though, correct? No, they had 44, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dynasty's over. Man. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Tua did play good, but I can't imagine he could walk this weekend. Because he – right, did you see after the game, he just started limping instantly? Yeah, yeah. Like – His, his – tur- he played well, but those turnovers were the difference in the game. That, especially the one right before half. Like, that one was just crippling. Like Because then was. they had to come back from – Instead of just, like, two scores, it was three. Yeah, but, I mean, like, what more can you expect out of the kid? He literally had ankle, like, a crazy ankle surgery three weeks ago. And they said that that surgery used to be three to six months. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is It's insane. insane. So, I, I think the fact that they kept it within a touchdown is really going to help them when it comes to playoff, playoff time. Yeah. They're not getting in the playoffs. I think one thing that – was like Alabama is still going to be Alabama, but I think from a like, I don't think anybody is scared of them anymore. I think when Clemson housed them last year, there was that that changed the optics. Yeah, a lot. I think Alabama misses the playoff, and Saban goes to Florida State. Ooh, send, send tweet scoop Franklin, man. Just trying That's, to spice things up with a hot take. That would be extra spicy. You know it would also be spicy if Georgia's, de- Georgia's defense still hasn't given up a rushing touchdown this year. <laughs> they shut out Missouri. What if Georgia beats LSU, both go to the playoff? I think that could very well happen. Then we have Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, and who, uh, Clemson. Man, that'd be There's fun. your playoff. It'd be fun. But I'm cheering for LSU from here on out, though. I've been cheering for them all year. 
I, I like Coach O. I, I, I had in the back of my mind the scenario that, like, Bama wins, two teams to play off, Kentucky goes to the Outback Bowl, wins out and goes to the Outback Bowl. But I think now, looking more towards Belk Bowl, uh, Music City, one of those kind of tiers, Liberty. At least we're still looking at a bowl. Because yeah. that didn't used to be a thing five years ago. Yeah, I, I've seen too much negativity where I think people forgot that we weren't good forever. Yeah. They're Ooh. like, oh, Stoops got to go. It's like, did you watch football before you got here? Remember uh, when we sold hats that said make Kentucky Bowl eligible yeah. again? That wasn't <laughs> that long ago. Yeah, that, that was not that long ago We just wanted to get back to a bowl. That's why we can bitch about little things here and there yeah. in specific games. But overall, we're more than pleased with Stoops and the coaching staff. We're happy to be able to complain about that kind of yes. stuff. Because you, you can't Ten years ago, you would have just lost by 50 to yeah, Tennessee. You, you can't complain about the little stuff <laughs> like one play when you lose yeah. by 50. And I'm just that, – that's, I think that's a good way to kind of put a bow on this, Drew, because it sucks losing to Tennessee. We hate We're it. We're very good at it, though. The no good, dirty Vols are the worst. But things are looking up. They're looking great on the recruiting front. Next year could be even better than 2018. Defense is going to be awesome. It's going to be wonderful. Cats are going to kick Vanny's ass. Charles and I are going to burn down Broadway Friday night. Yep. Come I'm so see, Come see about it. Seriously, tweet, tweet at me and Chuck, and we'll, we'll let you know where we are. And, and – and we'll, we'll party Friday night next Cool, guys. You all have fun. Um, and it's public. all going to be expensed by KSR, so come on. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to have a good time. We're going to kick Vandy's ass. And yeah. we're going to beat UT Martin. Yeah. And we're going to beat Louisville. Yeah. And we're going bowling. Woo! Then we're going to win our bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. Eight wins. Let's do it. I like it. We can't complain about an eight-win season when your quarterback's knocked out. Yeah. And your second quarterback's Tennessee. knocked out. Yeah. Kentucky back. Better than ever. I feel better. Woo! We did it. Go Cats. Go Kroger. Congrats to the couple that got married. I wish them the best. And peep the technique.